welcome back to another John and Mary Singing Studio. So this week I got a really interesting question from a young lady about, I've got a whole series of questions from her, but it's pretty much asking about how long do I have to sing for before I can make it to my dream of being a Broadway singer? And she's 13, and I'm going to have a look at some questions that she's asked, like how long should I take classical lessons for, how long should I practice, uh, how should I practice to see good results. Um, so stick around, and I'll answer some of those questions. All right, so let's start out with... So one of the first questions is, will doing vocal exercises 30 minutes to one hour every day for six months improve my voice a lot or just a little this question is one of the one of the systemic problems with the society uh because it's not really about like why should the result matter it's the process that you're going through and it will it will increase increase a lot if you do 30 minutes to an hour every single day for six months it'll it'll like no matter where you're at it'll increase a lot but it's about developing that habit and becoming a more disciplined person will give you the the virtues of being a great singer so don't ever don't ever think that like you need to justify however like the time that it takes you to get better because some people take five years some people take 10 years to become professional singers it really just depends on a whole lot of things that we can't actually plan for. So, you know, you may have a sinus post-nasal drip, which means that your vocal cords are inflamed and you don't find that out until five years later and then when you fix that, you have to relearn how to sing because you didn't realize that you weren't singing properly in the first place. So, you know, it's it's an interesting question and it's something that, you know, we're not Nostradamus. We can't predict whether it will or it won't. It would be more interesting to hear someone be like, oh, yeah, no, I practice 30 minutes every single day for six months, and here's what my voice sounded like, and here's what my voice sounds like now. And a good little technique, obviously, to do that is to record yourself every day or every week and constantly listen back to it. And if you're not progressing, then you're obviously doing something wrong. But, you know, if you're not progressing within the first week, then just hold on. If by six months in you haven't seen any improvement then I would suggest that you get a better vocal teacher. Alright, so the next couple of questions. She's asked this question a lot. Um, I started singing four months ago and I've gotten a lot of solos in my chorus. If I were to take vocal lessons, do vocal exercises and sing every day for the next nine months, would that be enough time for my voice to improve or not? Um, So it's the same same question. Uh, How do I know if my vocal coach will teach me the right things on my first lesson? Um, You don't. You just have to... (laughs) You have to go through that problem and you have to be smart enough to actually realize that it doesn't suit your particular voice because my first singing teachers that I went to, didn't they, they ruined my voice. Essentially, I couldn't speak for you know the rest of the day. So that's how I knew that they didn't, they weren't teaching me the right things. And then I went to, you know, finally ended up with my singing teacher. Now, I was able to sing higher, sing longer, and I was able to walk out with any, without any problems whatsoever with my voice. So... It just depends on your voice. So the more that you can listen to, uh, listen to your inner gut when you go and find someone, because like I don't know everything, your singing teachers don't know everything, 
Uh, the only person who can really help you is you, so you have to be a little bit self-reliant on this. Um, and she says, how do you know when your voice is improving other than people telling you it is? Singing should be getting easier and easier and easier, and you should be able to uh, be more expressive with your singing. And by that, I mean, like, you should be able to find a freedom within your voice. Whereas when you were singing before, it was kind of trial and error. Uh, That trial and error starts going a little less and a little less. It never goes away, don't get me wrong. But it definitely becomes more like, oh, I know where I should be doing things uh, to make make the noise, the, the sounds that I need to make. So that's how you know that your voice is improving, is that it becomes like a well-oiled machine instead of being a bit clunky. Um... And then another one that she asks is, what, will a classical vocal training be the training I need to perform on Broadway? And if not, what do I need? This is a great question because I've heard a couple of different answers to this. But you need not necessarily classical vocal training, but you need a voice teacher who can teach you about all aspects of the voice. So if you go to a Broadway teacher and they teach you just the Broadway style, you're missing out on a whole lot that goes on within the voice. Um, That would actually probably help your Broadway career because a lot of Broadway singers, I think, sing a little bit too far forward. So if you learn a classical technique, you're going to learn a little bit... You're going to learn different aspects of the voice that Broadway doesn't necessarily do. But within your, your classical training, you can get a little bit too lost in the classical thing and lose a Broadway sound. So I would find a teacher who's happy and able to teach you all aspects of the voice so that you can do whatever you want to do. So another interesting thing about singing in general is that should you mimic an artist or should you find your natural voice? And she asks me, this is doing vocal exercise every day really going to help me or is listening to artists and singing like them going to help me well i would say and i would strongly argue that the latter about singing like the artist is going to do it's going to wreck your voice you're just going to it's going to wreck your voice in the sense that you're going to try and create sounds that your voice can't create but their voice can so you may be using the same technique but it's just it just comes out differently so you're trying to manipulate that sound in a way that's not natural and that's where a lot of vocal damage comes from is you're trying to manipulate a voice in a way that isn't healthy or natural or tensionless but it's also going to deter you uh deter you from actually listening to your own voice and figuring out what the internal sounds are when you sing so if you're singing along with the recording all the time and you're trying to sound like someone else you start ignoring the little this is the little internal journey of singing. Whereas you sing and you can feel it in your mouth or you can sing it at the back of your throat or you can feel like your support's not there or something. There's just, uh, you know, without bombarding you with jargon. Um, it's, it's about feeling, learning about the internal feelings of singing as opposed to what it sounds like to you. Because you'll never actually know what your voice truly sounds like unless you record it. Um, or you uh, you stand in a very acoustic space, you know what I mean? Like, it's it's super hard for a singer to actually hear what they sound like. So they have to rely on feedback, either from recordings or from a teacher or, a, you know, a professional. Um, <clears throat> and then getting the appropriate feedback to learn what 
they do to create the sounds that are pleasing. And usually if you're mimicking or copying someone, you're ignoring all of those those tells and tails. And the other thing is you don't you never saw two Beyonce's or you never saw two um two Freddie Mercury's or two Justin Bieber's. They all sound different and that's what they that's what their market is. They they their niche is their voice differences, not their voice similarities. So if you're trying to sing like Sia you're going to be a singer you're going to be forever in Sia's shadow trying to compete with Sia instead of being whoever you are and excelling in that because no one can beat you in that because that's your game alright so the final aspect that I want to really talk about in this little um, podcast is to finally address it is what should you really be practicing in singing to get good results? Well, I would argue that you need to be practicing as a as a developing musician who's young. I would be developing my ability to sight read. I would be developing my ability to sing with quality and no tension. So you can sing for a long time. Um, I would be trying to develop my ear so that I can hear intervals and musical details that maybe other people can't because if you're going to be auditioning for Broadway, it's super competitive. But I would also... It's a bit hard because you, as a 13-year-old... There's not too much of a vocal development that you can do as a female or a male. Um, it usually comes down to when you get a little bit older and your real chords start developing, uh, that, you, that your voice starts to morph a lot. So you may put in four or five years and then find that your voice just instantly changes uh, within a week, and that can be a bit of a shock to people. Uh, I know it happened to Caruso. He talks about it, how he was a... A wonderful boy soprano and then his voice broke and he was so self-conscious about singing until he went to this famous baritone and this baritone said, oh, you're a genius, you've got the best tenor voice ever. So, um, it, it's it's hard when you're so young, but if you're singing for five years when you're, when you're young, you can focus on every other aspect of music apart from like the, the, uh, the final product of your voice that you'll have when you're like, you know, 24 onwards. Uh, so, I would get all the musical skills down pat. Um, I would learn all the Broadway songs that you want to learn because, you you know, the notes don't change. It's how you sing them. So, if you can get all that stuff out of the way, you can learn, mm, like, solfege, which is the ear training kind of thing. Uh, it also helps with sight, sight reading. Uh, you'll be set. Um, and I would also be researching teachers and trying out as many different teachers as you can to figure out which teacher is the best for your voice type because it's not particularly good to stick with one teacher for 10 years unless they're brilliant but you need to find the ones that really excel you and broaden your voice and your and your musical horizons because usually you know it's it's easy to just get stuck with one teacher and be comfortable with them but you need to find people who will actually um, he will actually like understand 
development. So I would focus on exploring different teachers. Uh, I wouldn't just go and find a Broadway coach for the next five years. I would go find a classical voice coach. I'd go find a modern contemporary voice coach and I would start blending it and starting to piece together your own kind of technique because that's what will really serve you in your future. Even if you become an engineer or a lawyer, you know, the the stuff that you learn in singing is invaluable and the more you can learn when you're younger, um, the more you'll be able to apply and develop it as you get older and you'll be able to bring it to the new style that you learn how to sing or whatnot. Like if you want to learn jazz, Broadway isn't the best thing, but it ha- jazz has elements of Broadway in it, which is fantastic, but jazz also has a bit of classical elements in it. So you got to like, if you have all of that, like, uh, what's the awareness and exposure to those methods you're more likely to have in my opinion success with singing a lot of different styles and you'll be more employable because I'm sure that Broadway has such a high turnover rate that it's very hard to like jump in it and stay in it for 10 years Uh, so that is what I suggest So that's it for this episode, guys. I hope this has helped you. If you're a 13-year-old or you're a 30-year-old, I hope it's helped you and given you some value. Um, feel free to send me any messages that you have on social media at or Instagram at John Ranieri Music. Uh, DM me, feel free, or go Facebook, John Ranieri I. There's two I's at the end of it. Um, so, yeah, I will see you guys soon.